0: Well, the mayor of Hinchtown won GoDaddy's first race today in St. Pete. And we know a lot about Hinchtown and James Hinchcliffe. We know a lot about the I'm guy. I'm a resident. You're a resident of, of Hinchtown? Yes. Well, he is the mayor. But there are some things that I didn't know about James Hinchcliffe, your IndyCar Series winner from St. Pete this afternoon, that you enjoy long walks on the beach, maple syrup, and flannel shirts, James Hinchcliffe? What the hell is that? I-
1: I'm insulted that you didn't know that about me. I thought we were closer than that.
0: Listen, long walks on the beach went out with dolphin shorts in 84.
1: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Dolphin shorts went out?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear? You didn't get the, didn't get the tweet? <laughs>
1: Nobody texted me that.
3: Well, it's because you and Richard Simmons still hang out, and when he wears the shorts, you just assume it's automatically still in.
1: You mean me and Dicky Simmons? Absolutely, we're like this.
0: <laughs> hey, Hedgecliff, do you own a pair of dolphin shorts?
1: I can neither confirm nor deny the owning of a pair of dolphin shorts.
0: Were you one of those dudes brave enough to let their junk dangle when you're wearing dolphin shorts? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I wish, I wish, I, uh, I wish I could say uh, I had the balls to do that. No pun intended, but <laughs> I just can't pull it off.
0: Hedgecliff, a a huge win not just for your sponsor but for you and of course team andretti autosports have you been able to sit back and have a big fat cigar and actually enjoy what you did this afternoon in saint pete
1: yeah it's been a it's been a pretty busy afternoon you know since the race ended but i've uh, i've got pretty much my whole family here and uh it's we're just sort of wrapping up a big dinner it was nice to see everybody and, and have the whole family here for the first win you know it's uh a special feeling for sure to get GoDaddy's first win in IndyCar, and, and, and certainly for mine as well.
3: Well, what did Bob Parsons say, CEO of GoDaddy, when he called you?
1: Bob <laughs> well, was very happy. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, this, this whole thing is because of him and, and what, what GoDaddy do, and you know, they've uh, they've been in the sport for a bunch of years now, and they, uh, they've been very looking forward to getting this first win, and I was very happy to give it to them, you know. It's, We've been kind of wondering when it was coming. We came close a couple times last year, but obviously the end of last year wasn't great for us. So with everybody working so hard at Andrade Autosport over the off-season to, to start the season off with this win is, is exactly what these guys deserve.
3: So wait, he's kind of an S starter, talking about Bob Parsons. He didn't say anything like, way to go, bitch, or something like that?
1: I mean, I'm not going to necessarily divulge exactly what he said just in case he uh, you know, doesn't want that stuff in the airways, but he was pleased, that's for sure.
3: Awesome.
2: So, James Hinchcliffe, the winner at St. Pete today in the IndyCar race, were there a lot of alligator arms around the table with a check came for dinner?
1: <laughs> you know what? I actually, uh, I stood up and figured... I'm the one that got a big prize money check today. I might as well buy. So. You bought dinner? Yeah, I, I, I bought the family dinner,
2: yeah. Wait a minute. You're the guy that won. You're the guy that held off everybody. You're the guy that bought fame to them, and you gotta buy your, You got to buy them dinner?
1: I'm the guy that gets to drive race cars for a living. I feel like it's the least I can do.
2: Oh, Aww. James. So is any of this.
3: There's the soft side
1: of it. Is
2: this, any of this going to be in Hinchtown? Are we going to see some video on any of this in the coming
1: weeks? We might. I mean, I'm really hoping that whatever happens after dinner and wherever we end up doesn't end up uh, online. But <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine there's going to be something uh, something celebratory, maybe some sort of holiday declared in Hinchtown after this.
2: I'm sure that you've thought about it. you got some plans. Give me some idea of what the plans are. Give me some storyboards here.
1: You know, I wish I could, man. I haven't, I haven't had time to think about it. I mean, if I'm honest, even when, you know, Elio sort of outbreaked himself on that last restart, we slipped by. Even at that point, I didn't think we were going to win the race because he'd been so quick and he was on the red tires, we were on the blacks, and I just sort of figured, yeah, okay, fine, I'll, I'll lead a couple and then he'll steam on by and walk off to think beat win number like eighty thousand for him. <laughs> and uh, it, it wasn't until about ten laps to go I actually thought we had a chance of taking this thing home. So. No, I, I haven't had a chance to go over exactly what's going to happen in Hinchtown, but I promise it'll be good.
3: Okay, you just said it wasn't until about 10 laps to go that you feel like you had it in the bag. Well, hold on a second. Were you cussing IndyCar under your breath because they added these extra 10 laps at the end? You could have had it won early.
1: You know, it was funny. That, that did come up in the press conference afterwards. And at the time, thank God I wasn't thinking about it. I'd almost forgotten that they would added those 10 laps. But it had come up earlier before the restart, and I was laughing because they added those 10 laps to try and make sure that you couldn't do it on two stops and it wasn't a fuel strategy rate. But the way the yellows all fell, that last in, everybody was saving fuel anyway. And if it had been 10 laps shorter, we all would have been running hard to the finish. So it's kind of ironic that's how it broke down. But, no, I luckily I had forgotten once we were back under green that they had added those 10 laps. So I didn't have a chance to curse them for it.
2: All right. So James Hinchcliffe. Promise me that this is not a fluke that the race ended while you were in first place, but we're going to have a chance to celebrate a few more times. You're going to be buying dinner quite a bit this year.
1: You know what? If if buying dinner means that we brought home a W, I will gladly do it any and every IndyCar weekend this season.
2: So you felt like you were in charge to, uh, this today and this wasn't something that just fell on your lap?
1: Well, you know, there's, there's no doubt that we capitalized on Elio's mistake, and, and if he hadn't done that in the restart, then uh, I probably wouldn't have been able to get by him. But having said that, we still had to hold off a three-time winner of this race on, on red tires when we were on blacks for 30 laps. And, you know, he did not give me any breathing room. We had to be picture perfect and hit every single mark the whole time in that last stint. And I'll tell you, man, it, it took everything out of me. I was exhausted by the end of it. And to keep a guy like that back at this place, I'd say we earned it, yeah.
0: James Hinchcliffe joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits, IndyCar Series winner from St. Pete. Crasher, go ahead.
3: What has changed, James? Because two years ago, this very race, there's this massive pileup on turn one. The drivers are pretty much the same. What's changed? And we know the cars different, but it can't really be that. What's changed with the series? Because this was damn good racing today from start to finish.
1: Yeah, I think what changed was two years ago, everybody crashed into each other and realized (laughs) you can't win races that way. Uh, you know, I, I was I was equal parts fortunate and unfortunate to not be part of that race. My my rookie season didn't take off until Barber in race two. I remember sitting there thinking, man, I'm I'm almost glad I'm missing this one. The way the way these, this thing's unfolding with the double file restarts. But no, I think I think that was a big thing. Is it was a new procedure for uh, for the IndyCar series, and uh, it took a lot of guys learning the lesson the hard way that you can't all win on a restart. And uh, now you see, I mean. We've got a couple of seasons of this under our belts and everybody's a little bit more well behaved and thank God we're taking care of equipment and taking care of each other.
3: Are you saying that you guys are more mature? Because off the track you sure
1: as heck ain't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't use the word mature. <laughs> Let's not go putting words in my mouth.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, we know better than that, James Hinchcliffe, mayor of Hinchtown. And James, talking about St. Pete and the madness that was going on behind you, a couple of developments. One is your teammate. And, again, it's the first race, but a lot of us in, as fans have been wondering, where the hell has Marco Andretti been for the last five years? Well, he showed his stuff today. That's one. And two is Simona De Silvestro. And what she did almost got herself a podium until the rubbers fell off her car. You as a driver.
3: Ladies hate it when the rubbers later, fail.
0: I, I would, too. <laughs> you, as, you winning the race, can you appreciate what De Silvestro was doing behind you?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, she's been phenomenal. She was quick in the Barber Test, and obviously she was rapid here all weekend long. And, you know, she came close to a good track for her. She came close to a podium a couple of years ago, you know, battling TK there in, uh, in the dying laps. And it's, uh, it's kind of funny now that they're teammates, and, and they were running close together at the end of this one. And, no, she's, uh, she's got podiums and wins in her future. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, you mentioned Marco, and he's been saying all off-season long that he's working on himself, and especially his street course game, and for him to uh, start where he did, and especially those last couple laps, pick up a podium. I mean, we've seen the effort that he's been putting in to shop and and off-track. It's just great to see that result come through for him on track because, you know, he deserves it. He's been working for it, and uh, and that hard work's paying off.
2: James Henscliffe, you keep winning like this, you're going to be a very important person when the series gets to Toronto in July. You're looking yes, forward know. to uh, uh, making an appearance back in your hometown?
1: I always love going back to Toronto, you know, and, and this year we've got a, a brand-new television package with, uh, with Sportsnet, and, you know, what, what they've been doing is, uh, I mean, just far and away, it's a thousand times better than what we've had up in Canada the last couple years, and so I'm, I'm excited. I think the sport's going to grow back home anyway. And you know, I mean, if there's a Canadian driver or two in the series, like Alex and I, and you know, we're running competitively, it's just going to fire up the Canadian fans even more. So I'm I'm really excited already to get back to Toronto.
2: So what are you going to do to fire up your Maple Leafs, dude? I
1: don't know, man. I mean, that's a uh, that's a question that comes up every year about this time. <laughs> I'm more focused on uh, I'm more focused on the Blue Jays right now because they're the odds-on favorites in Vegas. Preseason, and you know my uh, my buddy's the catcher there, and he actually was down at the race today. I was up at the spring training with them on Tuesday, so uh, we're maybe already shifting to baseball season. Opening day is coming up.
2: So if he if he was there when you won, is he going to be able to go back to the Blue Jays? Are you going to have to have him there
0: every time?
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like they can offer a better deal than
0: I can. <laughs> hey, hey, James, before we get the hell out of here, one more win this season. And you will wear dolphin shorts. Oh, jeez.
1: If I win another race, I will I will jog a lap of the track wearing dolphin shorts.
0: Whoa, oh, there it is. My. 735 Pacific Crasher. You will tweet that right now. <laughs> oh, no. That is so awesome. The, yeah.
1: the only caveat being that you've got to supply the dolphin shorts.
0: That's no problem, Elvis. <laughs> There's no problem. Sweet. I'll bring my running shoes. All right. <laughs> oh, hey, we're proud of you, man. Thanks for coming to the Freak Nation, dude.
1: No, always a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right, James Hinchcliffe, St. Pete winner. You heard it first here in the Freak Nation. He gets one more win, one more win. He's running a dolphin short stat, man. Wow. I, I, that that sound you hear in the background is Michael Andretti just fell over, <laughs> and he's not sure why. <laughs>